Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Such a Lady and I'm your host Siobhan. If you are tuning back in, welcome back fam. If you are just now stumbling upon us, welcome to the Such a Lady family. Um, this week, our Such a Ladies of the Week are, we have more than one, we have more than two actually, Miss Darlene Lewis, and then we have, um, sis, I'm so sorry, um, Carrie Ann and her beautiful daughter. Y'all be trying. I think I overthink the names. I think that's what it is. I overthink them and then they just come out bad. Because I can read. I know how to sound up. Listen, I can. It's just I overthink it. That's all. If I mess your name up, blame it on my mind and not my heart. Um, now, um, hopefully this week is a short week for you guys. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm excited. Um about Thanksgiving because I, I'm just ready to eat and I hope that if you all who are listening if in Thanksgiving is your thing and that's something you all celebrate I pray that um that you all enjoy yourselves I pray that your family don't come over to the house acting crazy and I pray that you eat as much as you want because y'all know on the holidays calories don't count don't ask me why. I don't know. They just don't count. So eat as much as you want. Don't let nobody count your plates. Don't let nobody count your calories. And don't let nobody count your drinks. That's your business, boo. Especially on the holidays. And if somebody is in your business like that, then politely tell them to mind the business that pays them. And it's not yours. Okay. So... <laughs> Y'all know I'm kidding. Y'all know, no, no. Um, but just be careful because y'all know we can't be out here eating everybody's plates um, and they food. And now I'm not going to pretend on that. And y'all don't pretend either. So y'all be like, Siobhan is being mean. But um, y'all know that y'all don't eat everybody's food either. Let's not act like y'all don't because y'all don't. I remember, <laughs> listen, I remember this one time this lady brought me some quiche because I remember I said that I had never um, tasted it before. Now, mind you, um, I called this lady Roro because, <laughs> which stood for repeat offender because she would go to the club. Like she had been married for a very, very long time. And then her husband left her for this younger model lady. He was a doctor. And so she had put in all this time with him and, um, don't get me wrong. She was a heavy set woman, but when um she was beautiful, but when he ended up leaving her, she ended up having the weight loss surgery and then like she was going out to the club every night. Now mind you, this lady was like fifty five or something years old. And she would come to work with <laughs> and she would have on the makeup and the clothes from the night before when she went out and like her eyeliner would be smeared on her face and I would be like what's going on and she'd be like girl I just it was look we had a time last night (laughs) but she'd be like I didn't have time I just had time to go to sleep so in my mind I'm thinking self and self is saying if she don't wash her face then she probably don't wash her tail then she probably don't wash her hands so that's fine but I'm not finna eat this quiche. I'm not going to do it. So I made the mistake of taking it one time. And so then every week she would bring me a quiche. But I would end up taking it. 
and giving it to somebody um, underneath the bridge. So it wasn't in vain, but I'm just saying, I, you know, I didn't want to be rude with Roro. You know what I mean? Let me stop. Let's get into this story because if Roro is listening, she going to know. And I'm sorry, repeat offender. I'm so sorry. Listen, listen, I, I've, I've grown. That's the thing about, you know, life. It allows you to grow. Um, but <laughs> listen, don't judge me. Uh, I think I've evolved. I don't know. Listen, thank you, Roro. Thank you. Um, <laughs> now, our next toxic female, she surprised the heck out of me. When I first started researching Kathy um, Budin, I was just looking for a story. I'm not going to lie. Um, I was looking for, you know, something that I could share with you all. And I'm always looking for either something that I haven't heard of or something that, you know, I could put my own twist on it, but I had never heard of Kathy before. And so, um, when I was looking for her, I like found a little bit of information on her. And by the time I finished, um, reading about her, like my whole view on it changed and that might be the case with y'all. Y'all might not agree with me, but I would love to hear your opinion on this story. So, Um, Kathy was an American activist who grew up in Manhattan in a Jewish family. Now, Kathy would go on to graduate college as a valedictorian, and she went on to attend Case Law School. Now, she only attended Case Law School for one year, because after that, um, she decided that she didn't want to go to law school anymore. She decided that she wanted to focus on the the activism that she was so passionate about and that's totally fine you know if that's what you want to do um she met and fell in love with a guy named David and they seemed to be happy but before all this happened 10 years earlier Kathy was a totally totally different person and that just kind of goes to show you that you know who you are today doesn't determine who you're going to be later. And I think that's great because before, um, Kathy was going to school. She was making great. She was making good grades. And like everybody would say that she would, she was the type of person that could get you to agree with something that you would not even agree with, but like, say you never even heard of her. You never had any thoughts about it. Kathy was the person that could get you to start thinking about it and then could get you on board to become passionate about it too. So they said that she actually had not only, um, possessed the, the, you know, getting people together and starting rallies and things of that nature. But she also was able to get people to think, you know what I mean? So that was something that she prided herself on. Now, Kathy was involved in a group called SDS, Students for a Democratic Society. And that group ended up turning into another group, which was called the Weather underground organization the woo um now kathy was actually not only a member of that she actually was a founder so she kathy was very heavy into into it now during this time she didn't care how she got her point across whether it was violence it it didn't matter they just had a point 
that they wanted to get across by any means necessary. Now, when Kathy was in this organization called the WU, um, the way, the underground, the weather organization, the underground weather organization, when she was in this group, they decided that they were going to make a bomb. And so they were, they had like this place where they were living and they were working out of making their it was like a hideout basically so it wasn't a house house but it was a place where they were able to come get together you know have meetings make bombs because that's what happened um one day kathy was upstairs in the shower and the bomb went off in the basement and this was a bomb that her and her friends were putting together to attack to use to attack the u.s army later on that evening so they were planning on doing some damage now while kathy was upstairs in the back upstairs taking a shower the bomb accidentally goes off and it kills three of her friends well kathy runs out of the house naked and she finds um silas at a neighbor's house and then once she's there she stays there and at that time, she decides that, okay, she's going to go underground because they're looking for her. But that didn't stop her from, her being underground didn't stop her from doing the things that she wanted to do and that she was so passionate about because Kathy still built bombs. Um, they still did attacks on the groups that they weren't happy with, but nothing and no one was ever, nothing was ever reported um, that anyone died like they did when her friends uh, passed away when that bomb went off in the house. So, although she was still passionate about her activism, she nothing was ever reported that anything else was done by Kathy um, that caused any harm while she was on the um, while she was underground. But then, after about ten to eleven years, Kathy decides that she wants to come up from being underground, which I'm sure that's fine. But when she decides that she wants to do this, she gets involved with a group, and the group that she gets involved with is kind of like a spinoff of um, the Black Panthers, um, the Black Lives Activist, and so. When Kathy decides that she's going to um, get involved in this group and she's um, hanging out with them. And I, I say hanging out, but really they weren't hanging out. They were getting together for a purpose. Like when these people were getting doing these rallies and um, setting off these bombs and things like they really felt like they were right in what they were doing. Like they felt like this was going to make a change. And the only way that they could do, they could make the change was by the acts that they did. That's what they felt. I'm not saying that's right. This is what, this is how they felt. Now, um, so on this time, you know, Kathy has come up from the underground. She's starting to be visual more. And then she, she meets David. And they ended up having a child together. They're in love, you know. And I'm assuming that they're, you know, he, David's in, he's an activist as well. So not only do they share the same love for, you know, people being done wrong, they also like to have a good time together, you know. So they are having fun on both spectrum, on both spectrums. So, um, <clears throat> 
although Kathy had a family, she decided that she wanted to, like, take a risk. And I say that because after she had come up from being underground, Kathy was caught driving a U-Haul one day. And the police pulled her over and she got out of the U-Haul and she's telling the police that, you know, I, I don't know what she puts her hands up. She's like, I don't know what's going on. And the police are like taking her word for it. They put their guns down. Well, when they put their guns down, they find out that they're ambushed because the people in the back of this U-Haul hop out of the truck and they start shooting at the police officers and they kill two of the police officers well why did they even pull the u-haul over you ask well while kathy and david were you know involved in the um black activist group they decided to rob a brinks armored truck well kathy was the getaway driver for the u-haul so the other members who were involved went and they robbed the Brinks armored truck. Well, armor like y'all know that these people are, they have money in there. So, you know, they also have guns, armored truck. I mean, I, I don't know, am I stupid? Armored truck. Okay, so I don't know, make it make sense, but they decided to rob it. And when they went to rob it, they ended up killing a guard and wounding another one. And then when they took off, a young man saw them drive away and get into U-Haul. And so that's what he called and reported. So the police were after this U-Haul because they had gotten reports that someone had robbed the Brinks armor truck, driven away, and then hopped in this U-Haul. So when Kathy got out, she's explaining like, listen, my hands are up. I didn't do it. I don't know what's going on. The police put their weapons down and then boom, they come out the back of the U-Haul truck and they start shooting. They shoot two of the police officers. They kill them. Kathy decides that she decides she's going to take a run for it. David, which is her baby's daddy, he actually was one of the guys that came out shooting and um, he decides that he's going to run for it too. They do end up catching Kathy um, later on and they arrest her. Now, Kathy immediately, immediately expresses remorse. She states that what she did was wrong and flawed. Um, She stated that while she was underground, her sense of morals and everything else was, it was tainted. Now, Kathy would later on go on to tell her son that she didn't think that what she did her views were right, but she felt like she could have got it done without using violence. Um, and I kind of believe that Kathy felt that way because this is where I say I was very surprised and the story kind of took a turn for it because like, and it, it kind of made me happy. Y'all might not agree with your girl on this one, but I mean, it's okay to agree to disagree. Okay. So when Kathy ended up going to jail, she decided that well first of all she didn't even have a a trial because she decided that she was going to plead guilty because she was wrong so she pled guilty to felony murder and robbery for a sentence to 20 years to life 
Um, now, again, like I said, here's where I was caught off guard because when I started first reading about her, I tried to find more information on her. And I kid you not, y'all can try if y'all want to. I was able to find more good information about Kathy than I was bad. And so I was like, what? Why? Maybe this is two different people. But it wasn't. It was the same person. Once Kathy went to jail, she decided that she wanted to turn her, her life around. She published articles in the um, Harvard Educational Review. She co-authored the foster care book for incarcerated parents. She also co-founded the AIDS Committee for Education while inside the prison. Kathy also wrote and published poetry while she was incarcerated. And then in 1999, she won a international pen prize for her poetry. So when Kathy went to jail, it wasn't like she was like, oh, woe is me. Because she also inspired people while she was in jail. There was a lady named Rosalind who Kathy became really, really good friends with. And Rosalind would go on to say that while she was in prison, while she was incarcerated, um, Kathy met her and she was very, very depressed. She felt like she didn't have any hope, like prison was the last stop for her. And she stated that Kathy came and she encouraged her. She said that Kathy was one of the most influential person people that she ever met in her entire life um she helped her to realize that her actions didn't determine who she was just because she made a bad decision that decision didn't define her and i love that like i don't think that what um kathy did was okay i don't think that she thought what she did was okay I don't think that, I, I don't think that, well, maybe she did. Maybe she thought at the time that things were going to turn around and, and uh, maybe she didn't think that anybody was going to die. Maybe she thought that they were just going to prove a point. I don't know. I'm just thinking if you're robbing an armored truck, your people are subject to dying, but I don't know. I wasn't there, but what I do know is that once she was arrested and she was sentenced to 20 years to life, she did not let that define her. And I want this to be, I, listen, I'm not trying to preach y'all, but I want this to be a lesson to anyone that just because you make a mistake, that doesn't define who you are as a person unless you allow it to. Like, I know I talk to y'all all the time about how I used to drink all the time and how, um, you know, I was always people pleasing and I was always trying to find my worth in someone else. Um, and a lot of times, people will still bring up that past or you'll hear people say oh well you know Siobhan the one who used to drink all the time but there are so many things that I've done since then that should wash away that but people still only see what they want to see of you so if I just wanted to keep looking up all the bad stuff on Kathy I could keep doing it but we found what we needed to find you know she was an activist she wanted to make a change in the world. She made a bad decision. People were killed because of that decision. And even while Kathy was incarcerated, she wanted to make amends because she even reached out to the loved ones of the people who were killed 
during that Brinks armored truck robbery. And she spoke with them and they even came to visit her and she would go on to write them letters and they would be in contact. And like even the people on the parole board, like she went up for parole three times. Um, the third time she was granted parole, but like even people on the parole board, two of the people were fired after they granted her parole. Like that's how controversial this decision was because it was like people were like do you not realize that this lady helped kill all these people changed all these lives but then you have these people who state okay you're absolutely right she did that but she went to prison she served her time and now it's time for her to get out um, so it was kind of back and forth, but after serving almost 23 years in prison, Kathy was released. And then once she was released, it wasn't like, okay, well, she just sat down and was twiddling her thumbs. No, when she was released, she went on to accept. And I say accept because in order to accept something, you have to be offered something. They didn't say that Kathy went on to apply. They said that after Kathy was released, she went on to accept a job in the HIV slash AIDS clinic at the St. Luke's slash Roosevelt Hospital. And then she went on to do other great things while also and still taking accountability for her actions and not allowing them to define her. I love that. Um, Were her actions wrong? Absolutely. They caused pain for several people. Lives were changed because of her actions. She pled guilty. She did her time. But I don't feel like just because you make a mistake, that doesn't mean you can't do great things. There are several people who have made mistakes but have gone on to do great things. Um, And if you all are interested in Kathy, I would definitely recommend you all looking her up because she, like I said, she went on to do a lot of other great things with her life after she um while she was in jail after she was in jail um she did end up passing away um she from cancer she battled cancer for seven years but even in that time she went on to um co-found a um women's a place for you to go and like I I don't know how do you explain it she went on to co-found a place where women who have been incarcerated for long periods of time are able to go and get reintroduced back into society so you know a lot of times people are like well what do I do now no one's trying to help me Kathy wanted to start a program where they help people become great after you know they've served their time and then not only that while Kathy was um, incarcerated and I'm not saying that prison is supposed to be a good time while you're there but once you're there you have to make the best of the situation because if you don't it's going to consume you and Kathy felt the same way so what she did one um, Thanksgiving is she used her housing unit to do a Thanksgiving dinner for the women. And so she wanted to do a connection tree, a link tree. So um, what they did was they took pictures of the family uh, family members and they used it as a tree and they put it on the wall in the prison. And to this day um, at Bedford, 
the women still do that. So that was something that Kathy started. And a lot of women who are incarcerated who do that don't even know that Kathy was one of the was the woman who actually started that. So I just want to encourage you if you're listening and you're always hard on yourself like I am and your mind overthinks and it continues to always focus on the bad things I want you to know that just because you've made mistakes that doesn't define who you are you can go on to do great things I've made mistakes but I haven't let them define me I've gone on to publish a book we have our podcast we have bossed up candles we have her faith ministries so the bad things that I've done they could only define me if I allowed them to and I say that to you all today the bad things the mistakes that you all made they can only define you if you allow them to define you and you don't have to that is your past listen a chapter close it get your pen out let's start writing the next one and I'm excited about what this next chapter is going to bring for us I just am so excited about not even what 2023 is going to bring but what the rest of 2022 is going to bring for us so we're not going to wait to 2023 to get excited we're going to get excited now and if you are looking for a confirmation um, that you need to get out of a toxic relationship I'm letting you know this is it you don't have to wait anymore this is your confirmation and if you weren't waiting for it and you realized listening to this podcast that hey i'm in a toxic relationship i deserve better i've been settling for too long then hey you don't need to discuss it with nobody you don't need to have a come to jesus meeting you need to do what's best for you because you can't have better if you keep holding on to what's holding you back and if you need help you can always reach out to me or you can reach out if you're in an abusive relationship you can reach out to the national domestic hotline at one 800 799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7238. I just want you all to be great and don't forget to be great on purpose. I'll meet you guys back here same time next week. And if you want to chat, go meet us at Such a Lady 30 on Instagram or Such a Lady on Facebook. This episode was sponsored by Bossed Up Candles and Her Faith Motivates. I'll see you all next week. <laughs>